0: This episode of Atomic Geekdom is brought to you by PennantChase.com, the home of free baseball simulation leagues. Sign up today and join a variety of leagues featuring every player from the history of Major League Baseball. Thanks, and enjoy the show. comic geekdom podcast my name is dave my name is jd and
1: my name is tom
0: and today we're here to talk to you about the ever-expanding ever-evolving ever obsessive world of mmorpgs or just mmos whatever you want to call them uh I, i'm gonna play the idiot and tom will, will be himself and yes uh, i will <laughs> and uh <laughs> And JD is going to be kind of leading this conversation cuz I've played a couple of MMOs but I'm not a big expert on them so we're just going to go through we're going to talk about some of the big ones some of the smaller known ones and we got a lot of Twitter feedback and actually got a lengthy email explaining why this person loves World of Warcraft so I'm looking forward to reading that for everybody and uh Ooh, cool. So we'll dig we'll dig right in and I mean you can't start an MMO conversation without talking about World of Warcraft. I mean even I know that. I bet you Tom knows that. Yes, I do. Yeah. I mean, you see commercials all the time of big ogres killing people, and there was pandas recently. And I had some friends played. Mm-hmm. I used to
1: play. Friends played it really a lot, and they kept trying to recruit me, and I I, just, I don't know why I never did. But recruit you? Uh, they did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's a uh, cult.
2: Yeah. Maybe Dude, that's well, I mean, I honestly, that. <laughs> an MMO is practically a cult. Let's well, be real.
0: I remember when I worked at Radio Shack, my store manager and a couple of people I worked with. It's Radio Shack, so they're all geeks. Uh, we're mm-hmm. like selling their characters on eBay. I'm like, what? You're making all you can make this much money from selling a character on eBay? Like, I got in Yeah,
2: it's crazy. I it's understand. insane.
0: So go ahead. Tell tell us all you can about World of Warcraft for people that may not know.
2: Alright, so first off, I'm gonna start with like the definition of an MMORPG, just in case anyone has no idea what that means <laughs> and is totally confused. Great, that's a so, great idea. So what MMORPG means, it means massively multiplayer online role-playing game. So for people who don't know what a role-playing game is, is pretty much you make your own character and you play as them throughout the whole game. You are them, you are not you. The whole point of the game is to be playing as them, as to, like, wholly embody them. And the massively multiplayer part is the fact that you're playing with tons of other people and it's not, like, a single-player game.
0: Yeah, basically you're living out the story and the story moves along based on your choices.
2: Exactly. So... Before World of World of Warcraft, like MMOs really didn't exist well. Like there were some. I remember but World of.
0: I remember yeah. Fantasy Star. Like Fantasy
2: was, Star is yes,
0: yeah.
2: I because yeah, Fantasy Star was one of the first like MMOs before World of Warcraft that really got it right.
0: Oh, okay, I never played it, yeah. but I, I always had it. I just never installed it.
2: Yeah, but like World of Warcraft was the one that brought like MMOs to like the mainstream gamers. Because like before 2004, which was when it was released, like internet was pretty poopy, like worldwide. Like internet wasn't very good, (laughs) so a lot of people really couldn't use it. But yeah, MMO or World of Warcraft came out in 2004. It is like the gold standard for all MMOs. Every MMO after that has been released has in some way like copied World of Warcraft and tried to build on the formula because it is so successful.
0: So it's like the template.
2: Yeah, it's like the template. It has pretty standard combat. It really doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. Very static. You just look at a character and you click buttons to attack. And it's got a pretty huge fantasy setting that a lot of a lot of other MMOs have tried to cop, not copy, but like build off of, you know what I'm saying?
0: Sure. It's kind of like, uh, Lord of the Rings style world. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Is it still as popular now? Because you don't really see the commercials like you used to. It would seem like every three months there was an expansion of some sort.
2: Yeah. So actually that brings me up to the next point is that there are actually five different expansions that have come out since 2004. And the last one I think came out like a couple months ago in 2014. So the game is still kicking. I it's saw the gotten... one.
1: wasn't it Wasn't one of them like a panda
2: expansion? Yep. <laughs> yeah, the Pandarian race. Yeah, there which you go. People freaked out about it because they're like, "Why are we getting pandas? This is so stupid." Kind of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember those commercials, and that's actually kind of part of what the email is about. But we'll we'll get into that later.
2: Oh, but yeah, so. Like, World of Warcraft, gold standard for MMOs, you can buy the base game for like $5, but it's one of the MMOs that actually costs $15 a month to play, so it can get extremely expensive quickly.
0: Yeah, parents beware. Yeah, Make sure you know where your credit card is at all times.
2: Exactly. (laughs) But one of the things that World of Warcraft does really good is that it honestly was the first widespread MMO that killed it. It was, it did everything right at the time and it just brought every player in and is a cash cow. Everyone knows the name World of Warcraft. Sure. Even even, if you don't play video games.
0: Right. I've tried it, I've played it. It's just that price tag per month. I'm not willing to spend $15 a month for a game. Uh, Just that's me personally. So, I mean, I played the the, the free 30 days that I think you get or 15 days or whatever.
2: Yeah, you get like two weeks free. Yeah,
0: I mean it was fun. Hanging out with people I knew and doing the weird dance that you can make your player do, and
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's like it's just it's a social game, which is like when you think about video games, you really don't think of something being social, especially one where you spend all your time on a game. But like, you can build guilds with people, and it's just like it becomes like almost a
1: lifestyle. Well, I've read For people, people that are, they're on it so much. They've actually like hooked up in real life, met each other through this game. Marriage, so I
0: mean, that's marriages. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. And so that just shows the, the, I guess, complexity of it where it's that big.
0: Doesn't Blizzard, uh, like doesn't Blizzard at BlizzCon have like a big tournament too?
1: Yeah, oh I mean, uh, yeah. Go go on YouTube. It's the funniest thing. Conan oh, O'Brien actually does <laughs> one, and it's hilarious. That's
0: exactly where I was going. Yep,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does commentary.
0: It's awesome. You don't have to tell me what that guy's doing. It, I know isn't what he's it, doing.
1: Is it that the segment "Dumb Gamer" that he
0: always does? Idiot gamer, yeah. Idiot gamer, yeah. Team Coco, yeah. Good <laughs> stuff. Uh, okay. Any more for World of Warcraft?
2: Uh, I mean. Okay, so since World of Warcraft has been out for almost eleven years, some of the mechanics are getting kind of old, especially the combat, because there have been a lot of MMOs in recent years who have kind of revolutionized how combat is thought of in an MMO. Instead of being strictly like if you click on an enemy, like your hit percentage is based on like a roll of the die, whether you'll hit it or not. Some of the combat is a lot more action oriented, much like an RP like an action RPG, where skill actually matters.
0: Okay. So it's less so it's it's more chance than less skill.
2: Yeah. World of Warcraft is a lot more like based on like your stats and your armor, whether the newer MMOs are more based on actual skill.
0: Which is why you'll see or hear people just talk about them like killing goats or something for hours or some easy little creature to get rp or whatever xp
2: yeah yeah pretty much so
0: <clears throat> and it, it, I'll, I'll plug another web-based show go watch the guild if you don't know anything about world of warcraft the guild with felicia day is essentially based off mm. of world of warcraft players
2: it's hilarious
0: yeah it's, it's
1: so funny
2: i think it's on netflix or it used to be on netflix it might still be there yeah there's a couple there are a couple seasons on netflix i don't think they have up to the current one yeah but i don't is that still even going on no they I ended, have no idea they ended it
0: but Yeah, right. it is sad. There's another, like, a Legend of Zelda type game, uh, spin off thing, too. I can't remember what it's called Legend of Something. I can't remember, but it's hilarious. I'll look it up later. But that's off topic. Yeah, so the Guild, check that out if you haven't already. Felicia Day is amazing. Uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, if you hadn't heard of it, wow, as it's more commonly known as. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All right, so next MMO that this one actually came out before world of warcraft and it's it's a little mmo called runescape chances are some people have heard of it some people haven't
0: no idea sounds like uh like that that tetris style bejeweled game
1: i actually Uh, have i actually have heard of this i just haven't played it yes i've heard of it so what what do you what have you heard about it tom uh
2: the name (laughs) runescape (laughs) Uh, okay perfect okay So unlike most like MMOs where you have to actually like download to play, RuneScape is all played in your browser. Oh. So there's no downloading necessary. So, so we'll streaming a game.
0: So nothing can you're... go wrong there.
2: Yeah, you... no no no, dude. <laughs> RuneScape is great. I okay. Quick confession, I put almost 90 days of my life into RuneScape. <laughs> and then, then from you're... like fifth grade year to like my freshman year of high school. And then rehab. Yes. <laughs> and I went cold turkey, and it was terrible. But yeah, like RuneScape, it is a browser-based MMO. It is it is a lot like World of Warcraft in the fact that it pioneered how MMOs are played today with it being completely free-to-play with an optional monthly fee. So what you get with the free-to-play is you get like a small area to go around, and you can do a lot. Like You can level up, and you have a lot of skills that you can use. But if you pay for the monthly fee... The world is, like, 30 times bigger that you can go into. Oh, okay. And it honestly blows your mind how in, like, 2001 and 2004, they came up with all of this stuff. Because it's, like, a standard fantasy setting, but there's just so much to do. Like, there's so much different skills. Oh, it's huge. the, The graphics of it, I mean, does it look like Minecraft or what? Well, okay, so there's been a couple iterations of it. When it came out in 2001, it was very very poor. And then in 2004, they came out with what's called like RuneScape 2, which is like an updated version of the game, which like they completely redid it, completely made it nice. Sure. And then I think around 2007, they did like a whole total graphics rehaul, which made it like super really good looking for the time. And then again in like 2013, they did the same and right. it brought it up to, like, current-gen standards of what, like, graphics should look like. Okay. But for, like, running through a browser, it looks really good.
0: <laughs> Not, like, like...
2: when you think of, like, a browser game, or, right. like, addicting games, like, it looks... You just think of, like, trash. I'm thinking... But RuneScape is the real deal. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking, like, Slender. Mm-hmm. Where it's real, real basic.
2: Yeah, it's it's so much better than that, because... in. What's really nice is that, like for RuneScape, like every update is free if you're a member. Like you don't have to pay for any expansions either. Like a lot of other MMOs.
0: Yeah, that is that is a plus. The the bottom dollar uh, is a big deal.
2: Yeah, so I mean you get a lot of stuff for your money. I think like I put ninety dot like ninety days in, and it's only seven dollars a month. Or and it used to be even cheaper when I back when I played it, but. Like, you get a lot of stuff, and it's really fun, and it's super social, and I love it. (laughs) All right. Once again, yeah, it's starting to show its age considering it came out in like 2001 and got rehauled in 2004. So,
0: yeah, makes sense. I never Mm. even heard of that one, so maybe I'll check it out.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's free to play. Like, there's literally nothing you can do, just try it out. A lot has changed since I played it, since I stopped playing, like, Six or seven years ago, (laughs) so I don't know how it holds up now, but it was a lot of fun.
0: All right, all right. Uh, speaking of fun, I I bet you could tell us all about how much fun audiobooks are,
2: JD. Yeah, so (laughs) a lot of the things, (laughs) nice segue. (laughs) Oh, yeah, total segue. Oh, every time,
0: every time it's gonna be like very robotic.
2: Yeah, can it just be, like, super cheesy and just super awful every time just so that everyone knows?
0: (laughs) It's my plan.
2: Perfect. Okay, so all of us here at Atomic Geekdom really love to read, or at least most of us do. And I don't know about them, but I totally have an Audible.com account, and I love it because it's, like, Netflix for books. And you can download tons of books. You can stream them, and it's great. You can listen to everything you ever want to listen to. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom, you guys can get a free 30-day trial and then a free audiobook download, too. So if you guys love to read, then you guys can help support us as well. And there's like over 150,000 things you can choose from, from The Hunger Games, The Maze Runner, to God knows if you love Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm sure that's there somewhere.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's disgusting. I would would not want to hear somebody read that story to me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that'd uh, be rough. <laughs> so if you want to help us out with the podcast and so we can continue to deliver the stuff you love, please go sign up. And if you enjoy, go get a subscription because it's seriously great.
0: I'm actually listening to Jenny's favorite, The Martian, right now. And uh ah, it's it's so I, so good. And he makes a lot of cause he's stuck up there with whatever these other people left behind. And one mm-hmm. of them left behind like a disc of old 70s shows and he's ripping on Dukes of Hazard and Three's company. And uh, uh. for whatever reason, what a comment he makes in one of his logs is, "Why can Aquaman speak to whales? They're not fish; they're, ma- they're mammals." And that's a good point.
2: That is, you're <laughs> All right.
0: right. All right, back yes, Audible, check it out. Help us out. Uh, it, yeah, it'd be great. It'll be great. Uh. <laughs> All right, back to it'd m- be great. <laughs> back to MMOs. Uh, we can talk about one. I've actually spent uh uh, uh maybe three months on. Uh being addicted to it sp- spending way too much time and not realizing what time it was when I got done playing and having to go to work on no sleep, thinking all about uh blasters and jedis and whatnot and uh Star Wars, the old republic
2: Dave, you take it away for this one then <laughs> you obviously I have never played Star Wars the old republic I' obviously like, not a huge star wars fan but <laughs> I remember buying you will it. Be. yeah you will I,
0: be. I remember paying for it back when you had to pay for it, and now it's free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes me feel great. Thanks a lot, Lucas. Uh, Yeah, you can download it for free, and you can play it for free, and there's an optional subscription which allows you to get uh, more XP per battle and better upgrades and certain different perks you can't get when you're just free. So I I actually, for those 90 days, was a subscriber too. Uh, So I was paying extra for all the good stuff. But anyway, uh, so yeah, you're in the Star Wars setting. It's a long as the as the scroll goes it was long long ago even longer ago than return of the jedi and uh you know a phantom menace it's way before then and your you choose dark side or light side and you can play different classes of characters you can be a jedi you can be a smuggler uh you can you can be all kinds of crazy stuff like on the dark side you can be a bounty hunter which is awesome you can be a stormtrooper which i think is on the good guy's side on this um a sith lord which is crazy i mean i, I don't know i made like six different characters because they all tell different stories and you can do different you do different quests along the way some of the quests are the same like if you're on the good side you'll have to do the same quest over and over if you change different characters but there's different reasons for the quest the story's different and then you can do just like in world of warcraft where there's guilds you can um i think they're called guilds i could be wrong but you join a guild and that's for like big missions that you need more than one person your guild can help you beat that mission where you need more than one character to do it uh you just go planet to planet following your storyline and it's it's pretty sweet it's during this big war that's going on and uh the movies that you get to see before the game starts are pretty awesome like the the cut and stuff are pretty sweet looking uh, and yeah, I enjoyed it. It was when it was, it was free. So you could keep playing. I ended up getting too busy with school and work and I lost touch and it's kind of hard to jump back into it now because I don't remember. I have a hard time remembering like this button did this and it's quicker. This is the way you attack the best way with this character. Cause he's a tank or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I remember knowing all the lingo and all, you know, chatting and you know, how to do all that good stuff. And now I don't remember any of it because I'm too old. This <laughs> must be, this must be what it feels like to be Tom every day. Easy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i liked star wars the old republic a lot and i probably would if i had time and a better internet connection at home i would probably still play it uh but right now i, I can't but i recommend it still like i say it's free and then subscription i think is like 15 dollars a month i could be wrong
2: yeah there's like there's like two tiers i think now Like, one's, like, a platinum membership, and then one's, like, a normal membership or something.
0: Yeah, and when I was playing... I have no idea. Right. When I was playing, there was just the one. You could buy a subscription, or you could just play for free. And then um, the latest expansion when I was playing was something about the huts. There was some Hut expansion. So you get to face off against Jabba-like creatures or something. Usually the expansions are just an additional mission or two to help level up. Your, Your character has to be, like, a level 52 or whatnot to do the mission. But yeah, it was fun. I highly recommend that game.
2: Yeah, that's Star Wars Old Republic is one of the MMOs like I would I would play if I like Star Wars. It's just I have never like even (laughs) tried to get to it, so I'm not going to.
0: I like I like your description of it. Live dreams.
2: (laughs) Yep. Hey, I mean, like, seriously, like forever. Like, I know they had like an older Star Wars like MMO that really wasn't that good. And then like the Star Wars Old Republic came out and like well, it's a, like it, the
0: Old Republic is kind of a spin-off of the Knights of the Old Republic games that they had on Xbox back in the day, which mm-hmm. I, I love those games.
2: OK, so one of the MMOs that was pretty big last year was the Elder Scrolls Online, which if any of you guys have heard of like Elder Scrolls Skyrim or Elder Scrolls Oblivion, this is an MMO based off those worlds. Mm hmm. And it was a pretty big deal because it was the first time in, like, this, like, the Elder Scrolls universe where you could actually play co op and multiplayer with other people, which is something that everyone has been asking for since the beginning of time because it would be great. Bethesda, please let it be it in a real game. (laughs) But yeah, so this, like, the big draw was that it had. Very action oriented combat with like blocks, which if you guys have ever played like the Elder Scrolls Skyrim or anything like that was like a huge part of it.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So it pretty much just translated that game into a game with MMOs where you could play with a bunch of other people. And it was pretty, pretty cool. The idea, at least.
0: So basically, it's like an expansion off of Skyrim, but with uh, all kinds of players.
2: Kinda yes, I mean it. It like uses like other lands and stuff. Like it has Morrowind in it too, but it was mostly like let's take the base of Skyrim, turn it into an MMO, and hopefully people will enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> but there is like a ki- kind of a couple problems that came with that. The combat doesn't really feel like it should because it's still based in like that MMO structure, where like there's a chance that you'll hit, there's a chance that it won't, so it kind of feels sluggish.
0: Sounds like they're a lot like D and D.
2: Yeah, I was thinking (laughs) the same thing. Yeah, yeah, D and D is pretty much like the basis for like a modern day MMO. Okay, if you can think about it like that.
0: Sure, except you don't have a dungeon master; you just have the pre-built game
2: and no dice. Yes, exactly.
1: And there's no dice, which sucks because dice are so cool. I know, right? (laughs) Got a whole bunch. Got a whole bunch like anybody in a crown royal bag, rolling bones. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, if you really like. The Elder
2: Scrolls Skyrim, and you want an MMO, definitely check out the Elder Scrolls online. While it's not like a perfect one-to-one recreation in an MMO, it's still pretty close. Just make sure that you have friends that you know that'll play it with you, because the game can get kind of boring if there isn't any.
0: So like playing by yourself is boring?
2: Yeah. okay. Playing by yourself is pretty boring because you really don't run into people that often, and if you do... You're kind of actively punished for playing with them, which is totally <laughs> counterintuitive.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I know with, yeah. the, with the Star Wars game, I kind of like to just do the story, but it kind of forces you to play with other people. So that's kind of cool. Hmm.
2: Yeah, Elder Scrolls Sky, like the Elder Scrolls Online is pretty much the exact opposite. It wants you to play by yourself, <laughs> but the game is not nearly as good when it's by yourself. So, so it's,
0: it's for all you bubble boys out there that don't want to socialize.
2: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: All right, yeah, Elder Scrolls. I know of the franchise. I just didn't know they had a. I did hear about the online game. That's not. Right. I, I did. I did.
2: But yeah, the it's actually coming to next gen consoles in June of this year. So, and so. what's great is that it's losing its subscription fee too. So you only have to pay for the base game, and then you pretty much get like an Elder Scrolls game that you want, anyways, without paying the sub fee. Oh,
0: that's
2: cool. Yeah, I know. I mean, the reason they did it though is because it kind of tanked. Not a lot of people bought it. So hopefully <laughs> this'll hopefully this'll get a lot more people online, so it acts like an MMO instead of just a single player game.
0: So basically, the same model that Star Wars had that didn't do well when you had to pay sixty dollars to buy it.
2: Yeah, because like honestly, there just there wasn't enough incentive to keep paying that fifteen dollars a month. <clears throat> right. So. Yep. All right. Alright, so this next one I doubt either of you guys have heard of I mean, you might have But there's a very slim chance It's called EVE Online
0: All I can think of is Parasite EVE Not at all (laughs) Not even close That's what I figured
2: (laughs) Yeah, so EVE Online Yeah, so This is the reputation of being The most hardcore MMO To ever be created (laughs) Okay it is. It's pretty much a space simulator where corporations have taken over and colonized every planet. And it's crazy. Like, I don't, can't even explain it hardly because it's a game where it's pretty much just about spice fighting and making money through deceiving other people. Did you say spice fighting? Space. Sorry, space, space fighting. Okay, okay. Yes. Space fighting. So, All right. Yeah, the whole point of this is. EVE Online is practically unplayable to anyone right now who hasn't been playing since before 2005.
0: Because everybody's leveled up so high? or I mean, there's no levels.
2: What it is, it's solely based on what kind of ship you have. And at any point, someone can destroy your ship and all that money will be gone. Everything on your ship (sighs) is gone and you have to start all over. I don't want to play a game that's like life. It's... Dave, someone <laughs> lost $17,000, like, oh. a couple months ago.
0: Oh, like, man. How long would that take to build up? Like, years?
2: I, no, honestly, because what it is is there are these things called corporations, which are essentially guilds, which are built upon making money and ruling the universe. <laughs> okay. The cool thing about EVE Online is everything is regulated by the players.
0: Oh, wow. So the inmates are on the, the- asylum.
2: Yeah, the inmates run the asylum, and and there is some crazy stuff that happens. Like, I remember in 2012, there was this one battle that lasted for three days, and there was almost (laughs) $500,000 worth of stuff destroyed.
0: That's insane. And kind of cool at the same time, but if I was the loser of that war, I would—I just wasted three days of my life
2: yeah i like it's (laughs) crazy because like people put so much time and effort into this and then it's gone and it's just committed suicide over it oh no see i was just thinking of the
0: the south park episode of world of warcraft thing Mm -hmm. where they get all fat and stuff and it's just really gross
2: yeah like this is the hard the most hardcore mmo you could ever play like it is made for evil masterminds or serial killers or not not me Pretty much,
0: people. No one wants to associate with. No offense to you,
2: Eve Online players. No, yeah. I mean, like there are certain like if you like micromanaging and you like Excel spreadsheets and you like the business (laughs) aspect, then Eve Online (laughs) is a great game for you. All due respect. Because it's yeah, (laughs) it's it's one of those things where it's very like business based. Okay,
0: so if you enjoy making formulas for your spreadsheets, Eve Online is the game for you.
2: Yeah. And if you like space, yeah, right it's it's obviously like there's nothing else like it, and which is crazy, there's like four hundred that four hundred thousand people that play this game regularly that have a subscription fee,
0: so there's a list somewhere of four hundred thousand people that we should probably lock up,
2: yes, like <laughs> just the fact though that it has that many people who are like hardcore dedicated to it blows my mind,
0: yeah, that's pretty crazy,
2: yeah. And it's been going for 12 years, and it has no sign of stopping at all. Like, there's expansions that come out regularly for it that keep adding on the base game, and it's it's cool.
1: So, yeah.
0: All right, EVE Online. I'm going to look it up just to check it out. I'm not going to play it, though, because I'm already afraid.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm reading about it it right now, and I'm I'm like, no, I don't think so. on YouTube and just check
2: it out. Like check out some of the battles that have happened. Like it's crazy. And like I urge everyone to just try it once and then put it down immediately and never touch it again.
0: <laughs> but don't get sucked in. Don't don't get on yeah. Twilight Zone on it.
2: Yeah, just play it, see it how it is because it's pretty crazy, but then it won't be pretty much anyone listening to this podcast probably won't enjoy it and if you do, good for you.
1: It's actually, I'm reading here, it's saying that it was so popular that it was supposed to be a comic book created by Dark Horse in 2013, but I don't know if that's come to fruition.
2: Yeah, like like I said, like there's 400,000 people that play it regularly, which is a lot, but it's like such a small subset of people.
0: Well, if you got all 400,000 of those people to buy one comic book every month, you're in business.
1: Indeed. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, Tell me about Guild Wars Two. All right, so this one is one of my favorite MMOs. It is a sequel to the ever popular Guild Wars, which was a quasi MMO. It was more of like a co op online game, but Guild Wars Two goes full out, creates a whole MMO world that is pretty amazing, actually.
0: It sounds like a game you get on your phone or your iPad or something. I'm wrong there, right?
2: No, yes, this is a total computer game. It is only PC and, I think, Mac 2, okay. but Guild Wars 2 is the real deal. It takes everything that World of Warcraft did back in 2004 and makes it relevant again. Okay. The combat is very action-heavy, where it's more based on skill instead of chance hit. While it's still a little bit of chance hit, you have to line up shots, you have to make sure that opponents are in your view, and... It's really cool. The story is completely voiced. There are cutscenes. It's... While the story isn't exactly the best part of it, it's just the fact that every different, like, class and every different race have their own story at the beginning.
0: So you mean voiced? So a is like, lot of, like, narrated,
2: pretty much? Yes, over It's narrated, okay. voiceover. Okay. Like, there are cutscenes at the beginning and end of every, like, story mission that, like... They're like they're static cutscenes, but they have voices that play.
0: Okay, so like, which was
2: a pretty big deal.
0: Like a slideshow almost, but with a voiceover.
2: Kinda, okay. almost. Okay, yes. But yeah, so one of the best things about it is that it has such a varied world. Like no two areas are the same. Whether it's from the Silvari homeland, which are like grass elves that are like solely based in plants, or if it's the i'm blanking on its name there's like these little like rat things that are totally like mechanical that just use all mechanics like the world is just crazily buried so that nothing looks the same at all
0: hmm, cool you gotta like mm-hmm. well that way it doesn't get boring and stale
2: yeah so and the best thing about guild wars 2 is that there actually isn't a subscription fee but you do have to buy the base game. So it's like a normal video game that you just play whenever you want. Okay. So like, there's no, yeah. So there's no, like for, like you don't feel obligated to play when you don't want to, you just pick it up. And then a couple months down the road, which is what I did, you can just start playing again and you're right where you left off.
0: Okay. That kind of sounds a little like the next, uh, is that all you had for that?
2: Yeah, I mean pretty much. If you want a game that's very based in fantasy, but you want something that's like more modern than World of Warcraft, pick up Guild Wars Two. It's pretty great. It's one of my favorites. Combat's really good.
0: Okay, I'm gonna bring up one that I think you're not expecting me to bring up because I've played this one and uh, it makes sense that I've played the only MMOs I've played are the two franchises that I'm really into, and that's Star Wars and the DC Universe Online game.
2: Um, I totally had this, but yes, you go ahead. (laughs)
0: Uh, I've played it. I actually own it on my PS4 because it's a free download, I believe. I think it's free. Uh, yeah, it's free now. Yeah, and there's no subscription. I think you might be able to do a subscription thing, kind of like Star Wars. I could be way off, like I said. Um,
2: You're right. You, If you get the subscription, you get expansions, and you get a little more stuff, like bank space and characters, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. and it, what's cool about this is you get to create a character... Uh based on its mentor. So you can make a character look like whatever it wants, but your mentor could be Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, or a villain like Joker, Lex Luthor, Catwoman. And you kinda go through the world and do missions based on those characters. And it's it's evolved into something pretty cool. All the expansions have been uh it's all downloadable content. Uh they don't I don't think they put out seat or you know, download or um box sale or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I didn't get to play it too much. I still have my account and everything, so I could play it whenever I want. But again, I don't have, uh, the best internet connection, but of course my character is a Batman mentor character. So you get, uh. you get your missions from Oracle, which is, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, that's Batgirl or Barbara Gordon. Um, and the villains get it from the calculator, from calculator. Uh, and you just, it's, it's a storyline of an alternate Future the the cutscene you can see it on YouTube is amazing the the story Mm -hmm. Um, where like it's just a big war between heroes and villains and then you cut to it's a future version uh, of Lex Luthor's doing the narration and I I don't want to give it away because it's super fun to watch I could just sit there and watch the opening scene all day long because it looks amazing and then you get to play this game where uh, basically that Lex Luthor comes to our Earth and we get to. Normal people get imbued with powers so that they can fight off Brainiac and his his horde of of bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and they've released different stuff like you can see new fifty two versions of characters or pre new fifty two versions of characters, um, different locations like Ferris Aircraft, Wayne Enterprises, LexCorp, uh, all kinds of cool stuff, and it, it puts you right in the, the the DC world as it says DC Universe Online and. Um, just to name a few characters that you see, I mean, you get Aquaman, Batgirl, Batman, um, Black Canary, Booster Gold, Cyborg, two different versions of Flash, uh, Green Arrow, I think one, two, three, four, five Green Lanterns, all all Earthbound Green Lanterns, Hawk Hawkgirl, Hawkman. Uh, uh, so uh, that's just to name a few. I'm going to not say some that people are going to be mad at me for. Um, I'll say them real quick. Superman, Wonder Woman. Those are the other two I could say real quick. And a lot of their sidekicks are there. Teen Titans are in there. Then your 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 static your your, your main villains. I mean, it lists Catwoman as a villain, but we all kind of know her to be an antihero. Or some of us know her to be an antihero. But it, it's it's cool. You got other characters that aren't, aren't aren't main characters, but you interact with like Amanda Waller, Harvey Bullock, Jimmy Olsen, Lana Lang, Mira just to name a few and there's you know the groups teen titan suicide squad it's it's a lot of fun if you like comic books if you like the justice league if you like dc it's a lot of fun to play and i know the guys over at uh i think flash tv talk and panel the screen they play it i think they did a whole episode about it a while ago and uh I've, I've been known to play it from time to time when i have a good internet connection so uh tom might even enjoy that one
1: yeah i think i would i just i've never had the chance to go do it I'm reading up on it now, and there's actually a kind of an all-star cast of the voiceovers in this, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about that. The people that voice those characters are your, your, your basic animated characters, mm-hmm. or actors and actresses, which is pretty awesome. So you'll get Adam Baldwin is, is Superman. He was Superman in the Superman Doomsday movie. Uh, of course, everyone's favorite voice is Batman, Kevin Conroy. Uh, Susan Eisenberg, classically from Wonder Woman and all the Justice League Movies, mm-hmm. but she was also Gina Torres in the game. Um, uh, Mark Hamill's the Joker. Uh, James Marsters from Buffy. He's Spike. He plays Lex Luthor. And Will Wheaton Wheaton is Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so you got some some big names in there providing voices for a, for a game, which you're getting to see a lot more lately. Video game being on a lot of actors credits these days, which is probably making voiceover actors pretty angry.
1: And I agree with you. The opening scene I've seen before; it is amazing.
0: Yeah, that sucked me in. That's I, I bought the game back with PS3. Like I actually bought the disc and everything because of that thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But didn't get much out of it. But yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. I, I noticed you had it missing on yours your list, so I know.
2: Yeah, why. I I totally forgot to add it, and I I wish I would have.
0: That's <laughs> no, okay. We got a good. I I was able to talk about it and make myself sound like a knowledgeable person, even though I'm not.
2: Hey, you nailed it, dude.
0: (laughs) And it should be coming soon for Xbox One. Is it? Uh, Someday soon, yeah, it says in the future. Because I guess the old company that owned it got bought out. Columbus Nova bought out Daybreak Games, formerly Sony Online.
2: Oh, cool. I would totally play it. Because I love, like, I had DC Universe Online for my PS3. So, who was your mentor? Oh, I don't remember. This was when it like first came out, and I have don't. I honestly have no idea what it is anymore. That's fine. I uh, think it was Batman. I'm almost hundred percent sure it was <laughs> Batman because it's me. It's very
0: customizable too, like your costume and everything. It's pretty cool. Uh, and and if that, that none of that got you to play this game, Jeff Johns is the principal writer for the story. So
1: mm-hmm. score yeah and hes th- the,
0: pretty much the th- one in charge of all the t v shows right now too for writing
1: yeah that's the score if you mention d c all around yeah
0: jeff johns and d c win oh interesting hank hershaw or henshaw excuse me is is a character in there and 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 he just got cast on supergirl t v show
2: mm-hmm.
0: anyway cool, right. so yeah that's d c u o All right. Go
2: ahead. So what? Nothing. I just keep talking, I keep talking (laughs) over you
0: as you're about to talk.
2: (laughs) No, it's fine. It's okay. So I have one last MMO that I like we planned for the show. And this is far and away my favorite. It is called The Secret World. And I've talked about this plenty on the show. Well, plenty on a couple shows. (laughs) But the reason I enjoy this MMO isn't because of the combat. It's because the story and the setting. The setting is present day where all the myths that have ever been thought up of are completely true. Werewolves, the Illuminati, all that kind of stuff is all factual. And it is amazing.
0: I like the sound of this.
2: Yeah. Like... There, like, when the base game came out, there was three distinct areas. One was called Kingsmith, which was like a zombie-infested like main city, which was cool. One was like Al Qaeda desert area, and then another was oh god, there's Yetis in it. It's Himalaya. It's like Sweden, okay. the Himalayas. That's what it is, the Himalayas. And, like, all the myths based on, like, those three areas, like, came alive. Like, the whole point is you get to pick one of three different secret societies, the Templars, the Dragons, or the Illuminati. And then you go through your whole time playing as one of those, trying, like – there's three different stories based on who you'll pick and trying to see them have world domination. And it's a really cool, like – It's a really cool setup because like throughout the game, you'll see people from other secret societies who are actively trying to fight you. Like who are actively doing the same thing as you are, and it's just so cool. Like I don't know how to explain it other than like just such a really cool horror atmosphere that it really does something new in the MMO space that hasn't been done before.
0: So are you playing as a regular person or are you a myth character?
2: What you are is, to to spoil the beginning, which really isn't a spoiler, what is (laughs) you pick your secret society, and then there's kind of like an intro based on what you did. So mine, I picked the dragon because I really, like, I think the dragon fit me the best. So, like, one night, like, I ate this, like, magical bee, and then all of a sudden I had all these powers that I could do. Like, I could, like, use magic or, like, teleport and stuff like that. A A magical bee or bean? B, like Like. a buzz, 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 B. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And what's really cool about the Seeker world is that there actually aren't any classes, like a normal MMO. Mm. So you're not like restricted to, oh, I'm the mage, oh, you're the fighter. like There's a giant skill tree where you could pick what you want.
0: Nice, I like that. Based
2: on your equipment. So if you're like, hey, I want to be the tank right now and just do a lot of damage, you can. But if you're like, hey, my friend's a better tank, I can go be the healer and help him heal, you can do that as well. You just have to add skill points into it.
0: And can you cycle those? Like, can you move those skill points around during the game?
2: No. Okay. That's the one thing. So, I mean, there's no traditional leveling, so to say, but like you gain XP and then you can add more skill points into any part of the wheel you want. It's like a skill wheel okay. based on different. Based on different weapons. Okay. That so makes like.
1: Sense.
2: Yeah. And it like it's totally like it leaves the game completely open so you can make like a really good combination. Like if I wanted to use swords and pistols, I can have like far range pistol and then once they get close, I can just use it start using my sword. So it makes for like some really interesting like combat scenarios that doesn't necessarily happen with other MMOs.
0: Nice. I like that. That sounds very cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story, and the story it's alone. cheap. What, what it's only the- 30 bucks. 30 bucks. All
0: right. Bad. No 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 subscription or nothing.
2: Nope, no fee. So, nice. and that's this was one of the MMOs that came out in like 2012 and that completely failed hard. <laughs> like I'm not going to I'm going to be completely honest, like I was going to buy it But then I didn't because I didn't want to pay the subscription fee. And a lot of people felt the same way. So like a year and a half later, they got rid of the subscription fee and people have been flocking to the game because it is really good. It just there wasn't enough content to justify the $10 a month extra.
0: Sure. That makes sense. All right. Well, thank you, JD, for that wealth of knowledge of all things I didn't know about.
2: Mm-hmm. No problem, I try
0: now now I'm gonna embarrass you by going to Twitter and telling saying all the games we didn't talk about, uh which isn't a lot. I'm just kidding
2: uh.
0: we'll we'll start here, Daphne at Dutch Star Kid said Star Wars Old Republic is her favorite or his favorite I can't it looks like it's a girl yeah uh Zach Fig at Zach Fig said World of Warcraft not surprising there crimson capacitor at crmsn capacitor was always good for a laugh said hello city of heroes
2: yes he used, that's one we didn't get to talk about
0: yeah yeah he used hashtag save coh so i guess they're thinking about shutting it down
1: they already shut it down i think Did they? yeah i was gonna say i thought that one was already down because that's one i almost was gonna
2: get into that's there's two right city of heroes and city of villains yeah city of villains ended a while ago yeah but City of Heroes is like pre-DCU Online.
0: I remember seeing that game every time I watched the show Chuck. It was always at the Buy More. Like the box. Um, yes. ander At Ander writer said DCUO and Star Wars The Old Republic. I wonder if I've run into this dude on either of those games. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's the only two that I I played. Uh Steven Wilson at Steve the Steve, S-T-E the Steve. Uh, he asked if DCUO counted. He said he played it for hours on the PS3, still it was all-time favorite games. And I said, it does count. And he says, well, that, far from perfect, but able to do MMO-style play with superheroes. It was something special, really fun. I totally agree, Steve. And then we got a tweet from Victoria at Greenclaw underscore Wit. Said, World of Warcraft allows me to be a panda and punch things in the face. <laughs> and then she emailed and <laughs> She said, uh... Hello, I felt the need to clarify why I like World of Warcraft, since being a panda and punching things in the face is is a small reason why I like WoW. My interest in WoW started with its lore. I wanted to know who the giant black dragon was that was burning everything and why I couldn't be his friend. From there, I navigated my way through the messy, convoluted, polluted, and sometimes static stories that often leave people wondering if they put thought into it at all. Best of all, I wasn't the main character. I was a secondary character, one of many brave souls, mercenaries, and wanderers. My character could carry their own ambitions without it being dictated to me or allowing me the false illusions that my choices mattered. Wow. Uh, Ultimately, there is a quest storyline, the expansion storyline, and whatever storyline you want to make for your character. Through WoW, I learned about many of the diversity issues that plagued MMOs and other such media. I met amazing WoW players on Tumblr and got to experience a whole new side of the game through roleplay, which opened me up to other games like Wildstar, which I don't want to talk about, and as Star Wars The Old Republic, I like lightsabers. That is about it on that game. Thank you for letting me clarify. Victoria B., and she's got a a website, geekingoutgirly.wordpress.com. I'll plug that for her. That was, in her, uh, that was in her signature. So thanks for emailing in. That was a very well-written thing about WoW and other MMOs. I like it a lot. Thanks so much. And thanks for everybody for tweeting about this topic. I love it when we get feedback from everybody. And I guess MMOs are still more popular than I thought they were.
2: Yeah, a lot of people play them, and it's great.
0: Yeah, like I like I said, I enjoyed uh Old Republic and DCU when I played them and War of the Warcraft seemed fun, but it just was too pricey for me.
2: hmm But I mean I think that I think they're thinking of coming out with like almost like the way Runescape does where it's like a smaller area for free. I don't know if they're doing that, but that was a rumor that was supposedly happening. So
0: hmm. okay. Um Yeah we'll never know. <laughs> right. Speaking of buying games, which you didn't actually say, uh, but you can buy games on Amazon.com. All kinds of games, movies, comic books, trades. And if you do use Amazon.com, if you go to our website, atomicgeekdom.com there's a banner at the top that takes you straight to Amazon. And anything you buy that you regularly, regularly were going to buy on Amazon, we get a small, small, small percentage of. So just by buying the things you're going to buy, it doesn't cost you anything extra. You help out the show And help us do more of the things that we love to talk about and you guys love to hear about. And who knows, maybe some cooler merch that uh help us help you. That's right, Tom. Thank you. Uh (laughs) So, yeah, we've had some activity there, it's been pretty good, pretty good so far since we started being an, an Amazon uh affiliate associate, whatever they call it. So it's fun. Yeah. So do your shopping from Amazon, but go to AtomicGeekdom.com. Click on the, the banner at the top and then shop away, shoppers. Um, I don't have any other cleaning up to do. What else What else do you want to talk about?
2: I don't know. Is there any MMOs <laughs> that you guys like that I didn't hit on? How is, City,
0: how is City of Heroes distant, different from DCU?
2: uh City of Heroes because it doesn't have like like the uh, DC universe like throw like it's not affiliated with DC like they couldn't have any of like the regular superheroes I don't think. I never actually played City of Heroes. Okay. Because I never had a computer that was good enough to play it until it was already done. Sure. So I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> All right.
0: It sounds like a game I would have played, and I know I've thought about buying it plenty of times. I just, you know, never did. Yeah. And now it's gone. Well, Tom. Did hey,
1: you, you have DCU, so. That's
0: right. Tom, did this conversation make you want to go out and buy any of these games or play I them? Actually,
1: I actually do want to play the DC online. I was actually just looking at the website there you go it's uh now would you would would you recommend i get that play it through the pc or on ps3
0: i have only played it on the ps3 and ps4 so i i i I like using the controller um yeah when i played star wars the republic I, i hated using the keyboard but that's the most common way of playing those games Right, I guess that was going to lead me
1: to a question I had for JD because I've read, I know a lot of people have played these games, but then they kind of get soured on them when they go to the to the game the game stations. Is do you have a preference? Is it more PC based, or are you okay with some of them going to the to the Xbox play, PlayStation? I'm completely okay with them going
2: to consoles as long as it's done right, because okay. the really hard thing is that there's so much to do in an MMO like there's so much things to click that transferring that over to a controller is extremely difficult. And if they can get like DC Universe did it perfectly, it works great. I have no problem with what they did. But some games like Secret World I don't think would necessarily translate well onto a console unless they overhauled like the interface and stuff so it made it friendly to a controller. Okay.
1: But by all I had means, a friend of mine—I forget what game it. it was. I think it might have been the the first incarnation when Diablo tried to go onto a console. But now, since this new one, I've heard it's very good. But I think it was the first one. He was not a big fan of it. He was huge on the PC, which is not an MMO. But you see where I'm going with that.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like obviously, like PC games that are like PC based, like are going to have like a lot of difficulty moving on to a controller. Right. Because, I mean, DC Universe Online, I know you can actually use a
1: keyboard for the PS3 version. I don't know about the PS4. Well, I will say one game One like, game that I did know, I guess you could equate it as an MMO or as a first person. I don't know. But I was a big fan of the Baldur's Gate series on the PC. And then they decided to come out with the Neverwinter Nights. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I remember playing it at a friend's house and I did not like it at all. Because it it took away yeah. from the original it took away from the original concept of what the game setups were to turn it into something else, and I I just wasn't a big fan of that.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's different for everyone. Like it's just preferences.
1: So
0: I would say get it for PS three.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: You're probably going to be well.
1: I could probably get it from cheap now too. I mean it's been out for so long. So what's well, it's free? It's free. Yeah.
0: Hmm. You can get it at the PS store or whatever they call it.
1: Sweet. Mm. Now, does that just do make sure have full, you have good internet. full access to that?
0: Yeah, you can do the subscription if you want, but you'll be able to. Yeah, you got everything, everything you need. Okay.
1: For sure. I believe I shall check that out.
0: There you go. And then when I get internet connection back, I can whoop you.
1: Which I'm sure you would.
0: Uh, uh. Probably not. I'm still new to that game. I probably would get whooped.
2: Can you play like cross platform? Like, are you allowed to play with like oh, PS4 people and PS3? It?
0: No idea. Probably not. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, you're right.
1: Let me see. Let me Google it. PS. Well, I'm still. On P- I'm actually still on PS3, so it would still work out.
2: Well, I'm on PS4 now.
1: Oh, yeah. You, su- you suck. So never mind.
2: What's I that? actually think they made it so you can. I'm not sure anymore.
0: That would be weird. You should be able to play P- like same company, like Sony, Sony. And then Microsoft, Xbox 360, to Xbox One, you should be able to, but I doubt you can. Yeah.
2: Well, okay, the thing is, Microsoft is super stringent about that stuff. Like, Sony doesn't really care. <laughs> like, I remember, like, you could play Portal 2 with someone on PS3 if you were on the PC as well.
0: Well, we've all seen how lax Sony is with their security.
2: Yeah, Sony's just like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's just do it. And then everything gets hacked. (laughs) But besides the point.
0: Stupid North Korea.
1: You know what? My wife had a theory of that. She said she, she bets the movie sucks so bad that they released it themselves and came up with this theory just to get it out there.
0: It wasn't that bad, though.
1: Oh, I, like I, haven't watched, I haven't watched it, so
0: it was free for a while. I you thought could, it
1: was I thought it was an interesting theory that she had because yeah, hey, maybe they did do that. That'd be
0: I think yeah. you, I think for one night it was free online or something.
2: Mm-hmm. I actually went to a theater and saw it, so
0: <sighs> and it was on Netflix like a month after it came out.
2: Yeah, is it still on it's th- I think it's yeah. still on Netflix, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Pretty sure it is. Yeah, it's worth seeing. I mean, it wasn't I think this is the end was better.
2: Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I don't think without the controversy, it would have made money, made all that money.
0: Uh, Your Seth Rogen and James Franco fans would have went and saw it. But other than that, it wouldn't have been a big deal.
2: Yeah. Like, because the controversy, I think, like, I think the controversy helped Sony a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least with like Team America, there was controversy, but it was still a funny movie.
1: Mm -hmm. What was it? What was the old saying, Dave? Controversy creates cash. Right. Right.
0: That's right. Say something controversial, Tom.
1: Um, hater Dave is not really a hater. He really likes the stuff he hates on.
0: It's not controversial. Now you just call me a phony.
1: No, that's controversial. See, that's going to have people going back through all the podcasts and thinking, oh, wait, he hated on that. Maybe it's really good. He really loves Superman. See, look at that. See what I did there?
0: No, I hate, I hate Superman with fiery passion.
1: You're wearing Superman underoos right now. Don't actually, lie. Actually, oh, actually, dude, I have, I have you know, a I
0: Batman do- t-shirt on right now. No, no, no Superman underoos
2: <laughs> underoos. Oh my God.
1: They actually still sell them. It's in uh Spencer. I seen it in the mall. <laughs> like adult, hey. adult sizes. That's yes. Weird. That's weird. I'd
2: be lying if I didn't say it didn't have a pair of Batman underwear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. That's going to do it for this week's show. Again, thank you, JD, for doing all the research and all the, all the, the legwork on this one. This was your show. This is your baby. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, very
1: educational.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I didn't like I say I'm not a big gamer anymore like I used to be, but getting to know different MMOs and, and all that stuff is pretty cool because now there's some stuff I could check out at least. Um you can support the website by doing the audible com slash atomic geekdom, like JD mentioned, or heading to Amazon through our banner link at com, or you could do it by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash atomic geekdom. From there, you can donate $5, $15, $20, however much you want. And if you hit a certain marker, like $5, bucks, we will give you a free digital comic of your choice. DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, whatever you want. Uh $15 donation gets you a free digital graphic novel, again, of your choice. Uh, and $20 gets you a brand new free T-shirt, Tama Kingdom T-shirt, all for your very own. And... By doing that, you support us. You're going to send us to conventions. You're going to get some big interviews, which I have an interview lined up for, for any DC fans. Um, I, I'm hoping to get this interview locked in this week, hopefully. Uh, we'll be coming soon. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to announce it. Um, and again, this will help us get more interviews. Not better interviews, more interviews, because so far I've loved every person we've had on this show. And hopefully we'll have them on at repeat times, like Chad Rook will be a mainstay for this show. Uh, better equipment. Like you can hear Tom already sounds so much better, even though he doesn't know what he's talking about.
1: Not on this show. Right. I'm coming. I'm coming back. (laughs) Right. There's (laughs) there's at least
0: two more shows. He knows what he's talking about that we have lined up. Um, better content.
1: Allegedly that I know what I talk about. I mean, let's not, let's not give me too much credit.
0: Right. Right. Uh, it it helps get us, you know, get you better content, like a YouTube channel. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have some YouTube videos up there and we're going to make JD do some dancing.
2: Oh, dear God. <laughs> Sweet.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, and also to support the show, you can buy the t-shirts on the website. We're going to have coffee mugs on there soon. So while you're, you know, at work hating that it's Monday, you could take a sip from your very own Atomic Kingdom coffee mug to get you through the day. Uh, if we missed anything on this show, any games that we should have talked about or we made a mistake about any games, hit us up on Twitter, at Atomic Kingdom. JD is at?
2: Uh, at D.
0: Tom is at skids underscore world. I'm not even going to let you say it.
1: I know why. What does that <laughs> Because you don't even use it. Easy. Uh,
0: you can reach Jason at Jason Barwick. I promise you he is alive. Uh, Kyle at KWG 311. Again, he is alive. Although they did have a big ice storm in his area of Georgia. So maybe he's, you know, skating around on the streets.
1: He's he's just delayed. That's, That's right.
0: That's right. He was supposed to be here tonight, but unfortunately, because of the ice storm, he was delayed. So we, we wish him the best. Hopefully we can get him back on a show very, very soon. Uh, Jenny is at R-O-B-I-A-R-T, Robbie Art. And TJ, we're going to have him on very soon, too. Uh, he's just like JD. He's a very busy guy with school. At S-R-O-U-F-E-Y. And I think he's married, too. So he's got he's to gotta deal with the wife.
2: He has two kids as well. Oh, yeah. So. so
0: him and Jason are in the same boat.
1: Yeah, so do I. Jeez. Yeah, but you're, you're your your the- kids are old. Yeah, yeah. Er. <laughs> <laughs> He's an
2: old er. I like yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember, <laughs> I was like, I was like your kids are my age or about my age. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, and if you want to complain about anything or just give us some cool stuff to look at uh, and talk about, you can email us at theatomicitem at gmail and you know let us know what we should be talking about or you know tell us who we need to interview. If there's a comic book artist or writer or video game developer out there that you want us to interview. I'm not above begging. I'll beg that person on Twitter flat out. Come be on the show, please. No, I won't do that. Even though I just did. Um, we are also on Instagram, Facebook, Google plus stitcher, iTunes. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And I promise you, we're going to get JD on Twitch to watch him play all his games, but I'm sure he's busy with school stuff as it is.
2: Just, just say that you are. I'm extremely busy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there it is <laughs> um, and, and as the, ep, uh, the episode opened with the Pennant Chase ad visit PennantChase.com, play some some baseball simulation, it's a lot of fun their leagues are starting up again right now they just finished the season, they're going to start up a new season very exciting stuff, we're happy to be teamed with them, and I think that is all of the man talk that I can do, the business talk, because uh, it hurts me to say all that stuff at the end of each show,
2: it hurts, hurts us too Dave, because I'm, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm a hippie at heart, no I'm not But yes, thank you again for listening. Thank you, JD. Thank you, Tom.
2: Right on, no problem. It's always fun.
0: Right on, he Tom says. I like that. Keep on trucking. That's right. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.